I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about silver screen Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know from masterpieces to deep fried tacos and if the movie sucks you might hear them say there's no telling where the guys will take you get ready for a spoiler won't say it twice cause we're already Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers Episode 752, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. If you're Barbara. From, if you're from the, the East Coast, Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. Bobby's World. <laughs> That's a great show. So uh, what's his face? Uh, Howard Mandel. Howard, Howard Mandel. Mandel. Yeah, Howard Mandel. That's yes. who that was. <laughs> Howard the Duck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seven degrees of Howard Mandel. Yeah. <laughs> so this is one of the rare... Doll comes to life movies where the doll doesn't start killing people. <laughs> mannequin. Okay. Well, that's a mannequin. That's not a doll. I mean, she was a doll. Can depends. You, you can't. <laughs> can't what? You, you can't play with a mannequin. I well, I that, was, that guy certainly did in that movie. The, ma- <laughs> the manager of J.C. Penney asked me to leave. So, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yes. Yeah. But you're uh, not wrong though. But yeah, most yeah. most of them mm-hmm. when they come to life, they kill you. They start killing people. Yeah, now what's going on here? So let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Before we dig in proper uh, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeart, TuneIn, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. While you're there, follow us so you never miss an episode. Leave us a review. Super helpful. Or a rating. That's also helpful. Oh, yeah. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. Oh, we also have a group. Like the page, join the group. There we go. There you get. Yeah, I'm getting I'm slowly waking up. Fifty-two episodes into yes, this thing. I'll get it down here eventually. <laughs> it's called the League of Show Shares because we're hoping you'll share an episode. People who were kind enough to share an episode last week include Jason Weesey, Ralph Tribble, Chris Valls, Brendan McGuckin, Glenn Cougar, Mellon Brewer, Gabriel Lugo, Travis T. Witt, Julianne Jordan, Brad Hyen, Chris Magic Man, Tom Dowdy, Phil Timon, 
Josh Rosen, Christopher Rex, Heather Sachs, Edit Photo Gamer, Cinema Recall, Dissect That Film, Invasion of the Remake, Colby Mack, David Rojas, Geek to Me Radio, Feel and Film, In Session Film, Spoiler Piece Theater, Ryan Terry, Nostalgia Cast, Ronnie Castle, Binge Movies, and Matt Naglia. Also, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month you get all sorts of bonus content, and we like you extra. Yeah, and we just finished our, what did we do, Thor? Thor. Thor. Is recorded and done. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Finally, don't forget you can watch all of these over there on the YouTube. That's oh, so we're not really promoting that. Sorry, never mind. You know what, what we should start saying is don't forget to click that subscribe button. Yeah. Hit, the, hit smash, that. We sm- smash that smash subscribe button. Smash it. That's if right. If you smash it, it stays in and that's, you can't unsubscribe. It's that's that's that the way that works, yeah. I guess. See, I, I'm old enough where smash meant the, I, so yes. I mean, when they however say however you press that subscribe when they button, say smash the subscribe button i'm like whoa hey man you do you not what? on my YouTube. i guess you probably would if, yeah not on my if YouTube i channel. if i keep that counter i keep up 24 7 just <laughs> on my monitor and that goes up by one i don't, don't matter to me <laughs> i don't care it's like ghostbusters he's like we got one yeah that's I right do. i don't care how we do off. it <laughs> and speaking of thank you very much to bethryn rp2yn subscribed kevin better be happy he is oh okay very good so very is that good. one of your alt accounts <laughs> Yeah, is that Ryan? (laughs) No, it's Bethryn RP two YN. That's fair. Thank you very much. I'm trying to like piece like go through your family's name and like Mm -hmm. move letters around. Well, hold on, that's pretty funny. Catherine is my wife, and Ryan is my son. Bethryn R two YN. I'm just saying. Mm. Yeah, you may have this just a family account you, that you, I didn't. Know. You may have just divulged your own secret. Yes. <laughs> no, thank you very much, Bethryn RP two YN. We appreciate it. Who thanks, is not in any way, shape, or form related to Kevin. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Katie and Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope Katie isn't related to Kevin. I don't judge. I mean, I, I probably would. I would but. <laughs> absolutely. Judge. I think we're allowed to judge that. It's one of the few you think things so? left that you're allowed to be like. That's fair, dude. That's messed up. Even it's, in Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> well, we live in. A, in, a, in the blue, we're in the blue, we're yeah. the blue circle. Yeah, so we're allowed to judge. Yeah. So. For hoity-toity. Yes. I guess let's dig in. So before we dig in, I want to talk about the audience that I had. Right. Which was... The, packed. It was packed, Sold which out. is crazy, right? Yeah. Like, I've been... The Draft House has been open six months, yeah. maybe. I've never gone to a, a movie there where it's sold the out. sold out one. I've never done it. The, I was shocked. I got... I went to buy tickets... Wednesday, Thursday or Wednesday? I went to buy tickets on Monday for Saturday. And it was every screening. Every screening. And not the kid-friendly ones. There's ones that are like, okay, bring your kids and they'll do talkie talks or whatever. Oh, does Ben Shapiro edit out all the woke stuff (laughs) for the kids? Is that what that that is? But but I was looking at Saturday and talk about it's not like, oh, it's on this one big screen. It's like, no, it's on six screens and it's like one every two hours or whatever. And we're talking about Sold out, sold out. So, and, you know, maybe two seats left or whatever, but just... My screening was probably 80% full. Okay. I saw it on Thursday at 3 o'clock in That's the afternoon. That's crazy. I pulled a true Barbenheimer. <laughs> oh, did you really? I oh, you saw, did. I saw Barbie at 3 o'clock. Okay. I saw Oppenheimer at 6 o'clock. And That's we, a day. And, and we had, you know, 40 minutes to eat our dinner it's from the concession stand which Yum. cost us 85 dollars creepers to feed four people at the concession stand. oh yeah. well at the draft house it'll be more than that and yeah, you but. wonder why people don't go to the movies yeah or or yeah. even i mean but in the in the movie studio or theater's defense the business model is set up in a way that they get almost no money of course. yeah so like they that's no the, it's not their fault yeah it's just the fact is it is expensive to yeah. go to the movies and and you know we go every week because we do it for the show but most people 
go once or twice a year. Like right. a lot sure. of people go, you it's know, a and it's big a big event, event right? Yeah. You spend, okay, if you spend a hundred and something on all this stuff, okay, it's we're going to the movies. It's a big, it's a big deal. I mean, yeah. I bought, it was Ryan's birthday, so we took him to Barbie and I got him, he wanted a, a icy or whatever. That's fine, you know, large icy, $8.10, you know, and two popcorns. So it's like, no. yeah. That, luckily, Ticket. I will say that the Draft House, they do give you... Like it's and you know bottomless soda and bottomless popcorn. Yeah, but who wants to get up in the middle of the movie to go get a refill? I know it yeah. has to be yeah. bottomless pee. Is that's the, right? Oh, well, yeah. I was like, oh, put a little urinal in each. But seat. That's that's what I, so you don't have to. I it anyway, I made it through Oppenheimer. Did you really? Believe it or not, I was. Oh. How many times did you pee after Barbie? That's the question. I peed once as soon as it was done. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I peed. Caution. And then a pro, uh, yeah. yeah, and then a, pr- a preventative yeah. urination <laughs> good. before Oppenheimer yeah. started. What did I do that where I flipped the movies and I it to, oh it was you saw them in the wrong order. It was Midsummer in the <laughs> second Spider Man movie, and I saw Midsummer first, and I just could no not get into Spider Man because my head was so off the rails. That's a movie that'll yeah live in your, your head. head. Was off the oh it, never mind that's a that's, movie. that's hereditary. Never mind, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember like sitting there during Spider Man just being like. I know I like this movie, but God damn yeah, it. That's like, <laughs> that, that probably is the way to do it. Cause some people are like, Oh, cause you can uplift, you know, after seeing the, whatever, but it's nope. like, but if you can't stop thinking about the one that really affects you, that, that, that's I, like, I couldn't stop thinking about Barbie. There's a lot to unpack. In there's movie. a lot. Oh, for and sure. I think it's sure. a really yeah. smart. It, it's, it's, it's very, very, very smart. Hot take. I like Barbie better. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, I okay. mean, we'll Barbie's, save it for our Oppenheimer yeah. episode. Yeah. But I was, I mean, I liked it. But Barbie's got to be the. I mean, that's the more populous movie, like entertainment wise. Yeah. But mean, that's okay. So that's my question, right? It's about, well, uh, this audience, right? So it's mostly couples. It's it's a bunch of. It's, it's very. I, don't think, I mean, but mostly couples. You saw the Alamo. I did. If you went to my Marcus screening, yeah, it's mostly kids and families, groups and, of women. Yeah, I mean that. This is a true four quadrant hit. That's yes, why this that's, thing. It was estimated to open. Well, to I would say three quadrant because I would think <laughs> I don't think older. I don't men. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, look, look. No, they're doing no, they're as doing a man. For the, I like this movie. They're doing like, it for same. the Oppenheimer, th- the Barbenheimer yeah. thing. I'm telling you, they captured men. Yeah, it may not be as much as like a Mission Impossible, but I will tell you what. There was a surprising amount of men. There were two, in my, uh, and I, I was one of them. <laughs> I think I had a, a large oh, three, number of Brian them. went. Yeah. But, because, yeah. because of the couples movie, and then also, if you look on social media, people with Barbenheimer t-shirts, like, this thing has taken off. We are going to see studios try to replicate this, and oh, you just yeah. can't because it was organic. Yeah. yeah. And well, so they're going to the- try to pit... It's Craven and <laughs> what, what's the other one? There's some like a good movie and then Craven come out and they're going to try to do it and it's going to be dumb. Bottoms. Yeah. I don't know. There's, no, no. But, I mean, there's like a like a Nolan-esque. There's a good movie oh, and then there's oh, like Craven. A, like a big movie. And they're going to try to do it. We're going to see it time and it's going to fail. Yes. Every this, single time. This just was so – but it was it was projected a month ago to open – Barbie to open to 55 to 85 million. And then the updated projections the week before were 130 to 155. Golly, I don't think that's because of Op- Op- Oppenheimer, though. I think that's because their, their projections have been crap coming out of oh. the pandemic. They've yeah. been really bad. And I think that they were... And I think there's a lot of people going to see Barbie that don't go to the movies as frequently mm-hmm. that weren't getting scooped up in those estimates. I think, if anything, 
Oppenheimer got a bump off of Barbie sure. more than Barbie Could've, got a bump off of Oppenheimer. But it's not just, I mean, there are so many factors. You can't yeah. necessarily even track them all. But I don't mean that just because of Oppenheimer and double features. I mean, that was their marketing yeah. for Barbie. Like, all that stuff boosted. It's, 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 oh, it's you not mean just the, you mean like free the, publicity. It's yeah, when yeah, you yeah. Are, go on Twitter or Facebook and people are wearing Barbenheimer t-shirts, yeah. even if you would never see Oppenheimer, you're now seeing your friends in a pink t-shirt and making My kids wanted to see Barbie. And when I was like, well, I'm going to go see Oppenheimer later, then they were like, we'll go to Oppenheimer. Well, that's like, so they only went to Oppenheimer because we were going to do oh, Barbie right and then Oppenheimer. If I had saw Oppenheimer on a different day, They'd never they that. wouldn't have yeah. gone. So it's just like this is such an organic and amazing thing to see. And, you know, in a, in a time, a time yeah. where the studios are unraveling with 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 rightfully so because they're not paying people that deserve it like this is their chance if they want to be the good guys and theaters are booming right now they like, don't but they're screwing themselves over that's yeah. the so I, I want to call out the two douchebags that were sitting next to me so if oh. you if, if anybody's listening to this in st louis you were at the six thirty screening <laughs> of barbie at the draft house i was in row eight seat eight if you were sitting in seat seven and six, you're a piece of shit. Why, why did you not get them kicked out? So you put they, it on your like here's a, like, the a, thing. like you're robbing a bank. You put it on the <laughs> no. you put it on the order note, and you go. These guys are being douches. If they, they they weren't doing anything that was kick outable, oh. they were la- like they were the most. It was like Pacific Heights. They knew <laughs> they knew right up to the line of what they could get That's away with. That's kind of the way it felt. Their etiquette they, was off. Their etiquette was off, mm. and they were the most tone deaf morons mm. I've ever sat next to. When they get to the Zack Snyder joke in this movie, uh-huh. it gets an audible laugh in the theater, yeah. as it should. Right. That movie sucks. But the, it's a it's a smart joke. It's too. a yeah. very smart. I'm so joke. So glad someone actually called them out on the love. Like it's a very very. But these two, I knew we were and in I, trouble. And it's a joke that I don't know that the average film goer is getting. It, no, that's at no. for... Alamo Draft House. Yes, but like that joke was for a very specific <laughs> sort of. Person. That joke is for the people. When online. these two yeah. jamokes next to me go, hey, I actually kind of like that. That's a good movie. I was like, oh, you fucking idiots. And like well, that, I like the Godfather. But I wasn't mad that they made a joke oh, about it. I love it. the it's Godfather. So, yeah. But that's such a great joke. Yeah. That yeah. is such a great joke. Yeah. So you two jack-offs are idiots. <laughs> I'm glad the women that you were with completely ignored you the entire time. You tone-deaf <laughs> wow. Like, it was... The one guy sitting next to me was laughing so loud, it was like he was pretending to be... It was like... Mm. It wasn't even that... There were scenes that weren't that funny. Like, like Max, Katie, and Kate yes. Fear watching Problem Child. Yes. <laughs> That's a great reference, by the way. Thank you. You're welcome. That's I do that every once in a while. Both the movie podcast. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, oh, no, I just meant Problem Child. I'm sorry. Kate Fear sucks. I don't know what the other movie you're discussing You know who is, hates Problem Child? Who? Matt Basler. Oh, <laughs> he can't. He's like, that kid's the worst. He hates that Wait, kid. What about Matt F. Basler? That guy also hates him. Both of them? Both of them. Crap. Equally. But I wonder how I, they feel about each other. Oh, they love each other. Oh, that's yeah. nice. This is probably one of the most, which is crazy to say, one of the most original movies I've seen in a long time. I mean, it is. It based it isn't. Uh, based off a property. Lego movie was probably one of the most original. That's, like, that's true. It's Lego movie meets the Brady Bunch movie written oh. by Betty Friedan. Yeah. And, okay. And, like, and so I don't think 
its premise is all that yeah. original. Not it's, to knock the film, but right, right. it's just no, 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 but no, I original wise. Yeah. But they, it's the prism through which they're telling the story yes. that's original. Yes. I mean, they right? cast President Business in the movie as President <laughs> Business. Yeah, that's, that's true. In the Lego movie, he's right. the bad. Like, I mean, that's it, a good point. To use him even was a little bit like on the nose because I'm like yeah. he already did that in a movie that is right. like it's like playing. I'm a Barbie girl in the middle, like right. you know, they did a change up on it at the end credits, but like you, which is it. funny considering that Mattel sued right. Aqua, Aqua and then, for releasing that song and lost, and now they're like, they really, yeah, yeah, no, they lost, yeah, oh, Mattel lost big time, but but but, and now they're using it yeah. in a Barbie sure movie, like, and they're like, well, you can use it apparently <laughs> and not have to pay anyone for it, so, but but I I think you're right, it's like it. It's clever and it's, it's really good. Very We're not, clever. But but when you watch it, you can't help but to think about like, oh, that's the thing that because Lego Movie gets deep and deconstructs yeah. Legos yeah. and toys yeah. and you know. But uses I think it. they learn from Lego Movie because the big problem Lego Movie had as a as a concept is a similar problem that Barbie would have is that there isn't a huge like world building for Barbie because sure. you give each kid a doll just like you give each kid a Lego. And then they create the story. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 And so you don't have these touch points that people are wanting or expecting to see in the same way when you adapt like a comic book movie where right. you're like, oh, it's Batman. So I got to gotta watch his suit. parents get killed. I got to watch <laughs> pearls fly everywhere. Right. You know, you don't have that with Barbies, just like you don't have that with Legos. And it's always been the problem with adapting toys instead of like a comic book or a Man, TV show. That Masters of the Universe movie. Yeah, like it's like, oh boy, that's bad. But at least Masters of the Universe, like that toy was created with a narrative in mind. That's fair, right? That's and, true. And it was, it, and there was a TV show, a companion TV show that went along with it. Right now, I know that Barbie has had lots of direct-to-video releases. Oh over man, here, I remember but, at Blockbuster, yeah, we would get those all the time, and those little, though they would rent like right. crazy. But I don't crazy. know that they ever really entered entered the pop culture zeitgeist in the same way that like those movies you mean yeah and this oh yeah that. i've never seen a barbie yeah cartoon I and i mean granted we're not the demo no it's fair but, but if they didn't ever transcend to like these aren't just for i little... know barbie's best friend does this and right. i know that barbie really hates pickles or whatever yeah. like there's no there's there's <laughs> right, no, right right yeah we don't you don't have anything like that to play with right, so right, right. really all you can play with is the notion of you play with them and yeah. you make you make up your own world right. with them, but this movie's great, no doubt. Yeah, it I, is. I, absolutely. I think yeah. it's fantastic. I think that it, like we've talked about in similar things to Little Mermaid, with with people being able to see themselves on screen. I think it's important, and some certain people are describing it as woke, which just means not white and not straight. Yeah, like, yeah. That no, that like, word means nothing it anymore. Does, just just because you see people that look different than white straight people on screen doesn't mean it's forced and doesn't mean but, it's. I mean, it's like these are people that exist in the world, and yeah. now we're seeing them. But also, they're. I mean, fighting the patriarchy like that's a thing that is happening right now. You know, like it is. Well, it's, you know, the the irony is as it, four guys ta- or three guys talk well, yeah, about Barbie. Three guys talking about feminism. Here we go. We'll explain it to you, ladies. Yeah, but, mansplain it. We're allies. But we're not jerks. <laughs> at the end of the day, this movie, it's I think its message is about moderation. Yeah. Because oh, sure. Because Barbie Land is just as destructive mm-hmm. for Ken's as yes. the real world is for 
for Barbies it's or the, women. It's it was the opposite yeah, the flip of the, side. Yeah, exactly. the, the difference whole... is that one of those worlds doesn't really exist, right? <laughs> right? So, like, you can't view it through the prism of, like, well, see, it's bad on both ends because the other end is a bunch of make-em-ups. Yeah, right. right like, right, that's right. not a real place. <laughs> the other end exists right. because the real world is so off-balance. Mm-hmm. Right. The whole point of Barbie and the message behind it isn't just to sell cute toys. It's to, it's to make women feel empowered and to know they can be a doctor a lawyer you know and yeah but then you get which i i like that a lot is the margot robbie is she's like the stereotypical barbie right and what i mean by that is she's what you think of, of she's of barbie her right? character is called stereotypical barbie right. yes which that's, i think is great she like, is I love the barbie that, i love that it. that's her name when you when you say barbie she's the one you think of right, right. and then you've got sasha who is a it's America Ferrara, right? Mm-hmm. That's who that. Yeah, yeah that's, who's okay. the MVP of this movie? I think yeah. she's great. She is, great. and she doesn't have a lot. She, she doesn't have a lot I've to do. Watched, but I think she's great when she's. On I've screen. watched every episode of Ugly Betty. I never love seen that it. show. Isn't so much. She have, it good? Isn't there another? It's really good. I've never seen it. Yeah. Superstore. Yeah, I never watched Superstore. I watched a couple episodes. Of that I mean, it was pretty funny. I just, yeah, but I I loved Ugly Ugly Betty. Watched I loved her in this dramatic role though, and that speech she gives. Both all of them. Also, don't forget how good she was in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Never seen it. The first one's really good. Is that Blake Lively? Is she in there? Yeah. The yeah. second one is trash. <laughs> but the first, because they tried to combine the last two books into one movie because, mm, ah, from what I understand, they had America Ferrer signed to a two picture deal. Oh. And then Ugly Betty came out. Her stock shot up. She didn't want to make them. And so they pulled, they basically mm. forced her to make the second one and they knew they'd never get her for a third. Oh, okay. And so it just felt really rushed and weird. And like, okay. and like all the characters were, were, split off and away from each other in the oh in the second one in the first one it's all about them kind of interacting in this in the second one they're all in, like have their own you can tell mm. america ferrer w- only saw the other cast members for like two days of shooting what was the one with all the it, was it now and then they kind of sound it was kind of like that is that yeah, the one where like I think so. you get like the, when they're kids and then when they're adults yeah it's like demi moore and rosie o'donnell, rosie o'donnell. Mm, yeah, and then yeah, i think yeah. was that the one where it's uh, the little girl is thora birch is that what it is? I, mean, I was thinking there's one where it's, oh, damn it, the Wednesday. Oh, Christina, Christina Ricci. Ricci. She's in a movie like that where she plays someone's yeah. famous younger counterpart. Anyway, yeah. Barbie. Yes. I just think it's, it is a very deep movie. It is. But hidden in this veneer. I can't believe Mattel let, let them, them make this it. movie. Well, I agree with you. Which is why it's so successful. Yeah. Whoever greenlit that, whoever finally said yes they we can do this. Rolled the, they rolled that was that, a big dice roll. It was a big dice roll. I was going to yep. say they had balls. That was probably a dude. We know the way the word works. Well, we saw the movie. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That dude had balls. Whoever, yeah. whoever said yes, you can do this with our property because it tackles the complexity of Barbie as as an IP, a, yeah, with Sasha, right, head the, on the, the, the good and the bad, the, the good and the, the bad, the like ugly, because the on the one hand, Barbie is trying to empower girls, but on the other hand, Barbie can be pretty problematic in that, like you know, she's gone through so many changes, the feet and how, like, in how her proportions are ridiculous if you extrapolate them to the real world. Right. Like, there's, you know, like there's but didn't they change her? They did a, 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 like a, a few couple, years ago, right? I think 10 or 15 years ago, they like made her boobs smaller than they used to and be. And made her like, yeah. To make her more realistically configured. Yeah. But that speech, that teardown speech the daughter gives. Yeah. I mean, it's cutting and it's 100% truth. Absolutely. Yeah. And they let her, that's, that is the scene that the CEO, a male from Mattel, 
flew to set to tell them they can't do that scene because oh, they read really? the script and Greta Gerwig had the actors perform it live in front of him and say this is important and got it to stay in the movie but hmm. he didn't want them I mean tearing down Barbie and, and right. all the negative things which I understand but at the same time it's like you know like yeah. you know what people well, of are course. saying a lot of businesses know th- things I guess that's that try true. to hide them that's I mean fair. that's the whole point but I, yeah, that's you a good know? Point. I think part of the reason the movie is such a hit is because there are a lot of people girls women who played with barbies Mm -hmm. and maybe now they look back on it and go yeah barbie's a little icky they don't necessarily they you know like but there are also lots of women who played with barbies and absolutely love them and so it's both both of those things are true yes and so for this movie to address the good you take the bad the facts of life (laughs) for that for that movie to address both of those things to tackle that head on that you know that even when Barbie's trying to do the right thing uh-huh. as a property, not as a character, oh, like they still like they don't quite get it right. Right? Let's like teach Barbie kids l- about motherhood. Let's teach kids about changing and your boobs getting bigger. Like they're right. trying to do things, and then it ends. But man, it's really that, tone deaf. They're misfires because yeah. it's largely men making the decisions right. about how we're exactly. going to talk to girls. I think that's one of my favorite gags of the entire movie is the discontinued Barbies. The, I love that they're the island of misfit toys. <laughs> that's right. You know, yeah. it's that's, and that's, weird and weird Barbie. Weird Barbies. Kate, Kate, Kate say, McKinnon's great. I, Kate McKinnon got a little too oversaturated when she was hot. And, yeah. You know, I mean, when she was in every movie and every, you know, and mm-hmm. on SNL, every week, like, she got a little too much. But when she popped up in this, I was like, oh, yeah, I miss her because we had a little time to, yeah. we didn't see her yeah, that she's much. Got, I mean, she's taking a pretty big break. Yeah from leaving snl I, but i think it was smart because when i she i was like she is great in this movie yeah, yeah she's you know? fantastic and i just i had missed her i realized like she is so good it's just her her stick got a little wearing on me over over saturation yes that's all yeah i think and helen mirren as our narrator i oh, think was yes. also great so good one of my favorite jokes of the movie is when casting margot robbie to make oh this my point. god she goes yeah. it's a great joke it's a great joke what is Cause, I think, because because she's breaking self-aware. down right yeah like this, which but goes, like the movie's even ripping on its own yeah. complexity right, right like right, it's like right, right. i'm telling you this message but i'm putting it in a package that at the same time mm-hmm. completely undermines the message i'm giving you. one of the most beautiful women on the planet yeah. earth you right. got it you <laughs> got, i mean you got to give it to greta gerwig and noah bombach also wrote this movie with her you know two very talented writers yeah and i think that i think the message is so strong but they also crafted an endlessly entertaining movie yeah start to finish this thing is a blast and as three guys that it sounds like have no love for barbie no, no experience no with barbie no. well i mean sister I have, have my one. sister my I, sister had a i don't even remember my sister barbies. had barbies i don't oh, really yeah. remember seeing barbies around and my sister is six years older than i am so i would think if there were lots of barbies laying around the house i would have come across right. them because she would have been done with them. oh sure, sure sure no know. my and sister you and you could have cut their heads off and tied them to train tracks and had gi joe hook i could have played them. dress up you don't know yeah. that's you I'll know go, what don't judge me right don't that's put right. me in a box <laughs> no i never would I'm uh, like this movie yeah. yeah yeah no my sister definitely had barbies all over the place like but so we had, corvettes and all that but other than that exposure we didn't have any love for the property and i mean they did a this is the one this reminds me of is dora the explorer yeah, that is a Dora the what? Isn't or 
is it not Explora? Okay, <laughs> no, Dora the Explorer. Sorry, yes. it seems like it should rhyme. She's not a gangster rapper. That, no, so that's how little I know that. Property. I'm sorry, gangster <laughs> there rapper. You go. Thank you. It sounded like it should rhyme. It, it should. With You're right. Right. But Dora the Explorer is such a good movie. Yes, yes. that has like no right. It's that's James Bobbin, the guy that did yes. the Muppet movie, directed yes. that. Which you know, there that tells you what you need to know. But that movie is so good, and, and no right being that good. I had never seen the show. I had Cinderella never... movie was the same way. I have no affinity for Cinderella other than oh. the cast. Castle at Disney World, mm-hmm. but that <laughs> that movie is fantastic. But that Cinderella yeah. live action movie is probably the second best of I their live action. You're right. Movies. I think you're absolutely so right. So it's amazing when someone can take a property that seems so not niche, but specifically targeted, right. and turn it into what is at least close to a four quadrant hit that everyone can enjoy. I, I mean, it, I, if it's not a four quadrant hit, it's only because people won't give it a chance. Yeah, there's I mean? going to be a like, lot of men out there that would never. I would never. I would never have seen this movie. I would yeah. never have probably. Well, Crystal wanted to see it, so I would never fight that. I'd be like, sure, That's you true. go to. So Leanne you, does what did want to see that it, yeah. woman has sat through like seven monkeys concerts, so <laughs> she wants me to go see Barbie. I'd go see Barbie. Fine, but. but but you're stu- if you don't go to things that your wife wants to go to, not you, but if you don't yeah. go to things your partner wants to go to, you're dumb because guaranteed they're doing a lot of for you. Right. Also, you're probably going to get laid later. Right. <laughs> yeah. Do the message word to the wise. Do nice things for your partner. Maybe selfless <laughs> things. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Be a good partner. But right. <laughs> you might get surprised. And I don't mean after the movie. I mean, oh, you might right. get surprised during the movie because you go to things like Dora the Explorer. Now, when me and Brad saw that movie in that theater full of Dude, kids. when I had to go see Magic Mike and I was just like the only <laughs> right. one there. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. But, but you see, you take a chance. You see, This podcast has made us see things that we would not normally yes, see in for theaters. For sure. Yes. And we're surprised. And this is 100% one of those. And with the creatives involved, I had a feeling it would be, right? For like, sure. This I, isn't as far of a stretch just because it's Greta Gerwig. And so that – her th- name is not a draw for me. I think – is it – what's the one with Saoirse Ronan? Lady Bird. Which I think is fantastic, yeah, right? Yeah. But if you tell me, hey, there's a new Greta Gerwig movie, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I didn't like, really care for Little Women. It, well, I, just, I, don't, I, like, I just don't like those period pieces. Same. Oh, okay. They just same. don't typically – resonate for me and noah bombach is another one where i was like i appreciate his skill but it's not yeah. like i'm gonna rush out and see one of his movies what has I he guess. done on the top of you he I'm... just did see we just covered something that he did well he just did white noise on netflix which i was not a fan of and greta gerwig was in it she's the i thought i thought he had done lead. something else that we we covered that i was just like god this did he not... do the squid and the whale i think he did yeah and he did he's not quite mumblecore but he's like he's mumblecore adjacent he's, he's pretty, mumblecore adjacent yeah, he's that pretty close. type of margo at the wedding no something i've never heard of the meyerwitz stories oh yeah that's oh, he a did marriage story i like marriage oh, Mar- meyerwitz stories marriage story good. was good marriage story is and he phenomenal. co-wrote fantastic mr fox and life aquatic so he, yeah Steve. he's a wes anderson so i, I liked ra- fantastic I, mr I fox my case i did not like well i don't like any yeah. other <laughs> i love wes anderson movies but that's right he did was, you like asteroid city so it came out on digital. I started watching it. I didn't get a chance to finish yet. Love what I've seen so far. Okay. I just love Wes Anderson movies. Ugh. It's With a side of ugh. Ugh, I love it. With Wes Anderson, you know exactly what you expect. That's true. If it's not your thing, but he's going to deliver if you want Wes Anderson. If you, you want to. I mean? Yeah. That's, it's like Quentin Tarantino. I mean, he's like Quentin Tarantino. So it's kind of the same thing. I, I, it's like, I you know what he's pop, but you're right. You know, you know what, what you're, you're going to get. You do, exactly. Right. Man, I just rewatched Django the other day. So good, so good. I I, I think that's one of his best, really. I think that Django's whole so that whole run good. from like 
and glorious, glorious bastards, bastards on yeah. is yeah. good yeah. stuff. I think this is interesting. Just Noah Baumbach on the Wikipedia talks about films that influenced him. Yeah, <laughs> considering he's this art house guy, right? Yeah, The Jerk, Animal House, Heaven Can Wait. <laughs> World According to Garp, E.T., Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That's yeah. an interesting group. Is, there's yeah. some Steve Martin in there. Yeah. Which, it, okay, okay. But yeah, this is, like, it's it's perfectly cast. I think Margot Robbie is oh, such a... Fa- that is like, brilliant casting. She is not... She, she's been, like, in Babylon. Yes. I really felt like she was having a hard time shaking Harley Quinn. I think that's fair. And... I thought I'm like, please don't do the Harley Quinn voice and, because and it was nice to see her doing something yes. that was 100 percent not Harley Quinn. Yeah, the the Harley Quinn voice wasn't there, none of it. Because when the movie first starts, there's something when she talks, and I it may be when she's just saying hi, Barbie, hi, Barbie. or whatever, where she has the Harley Quinn that I don't know twang that that it's like that, she it's, does that. I almost want to call it like a vocal she puts fry, on it. That's she not, gets this sort of like Jersey accent, it, yeah, it did, right. Yeah. And, and so she does at the beginning, and I go, oh my god, she's she's Jeff Bridges after Crazy. <laughs> Crazy right. Like she is Harley. Her American accent is Harley Quinn. Oh, and in this Jay, movie, either way, you think Jeff Bridges picked up that accent after Crazy Heart? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I th- I thought it was the Big Lebowski. No, no, he's more Big Lebowski. He's more stoner guy. He, that gets, which true. was Jeff Bridges for <laughs> yeah. a while. Yeah, but then he gets with Crazy Heart. He gets dark. Yeah, you're going right. on. You're and totally then it right. Never goes away. Yeah. Yeah. Kept doing it. That and True Grit, and then every single movie, even that amazing, Iron Man. What was the modern western that we all love? With Chris Pine and ben. Oh, Hell or High Water. Oh, Hell or High Water. Hell or High Water. And it's Man, like, you know, he's like the so Texas good. sheriff or whatever. Yeah. So like, but he still was like, it's the exact same voice. And it just never changed no matter what he would be in. But anyway, I was worried about it. But then when she really starts getting full lines, I'm like, oh, okay, she's doing something well, different. Well, her, her voice also changes as we as we find out. Mary, she, every Barbie in Barbie land is affected differently by how they are played within the real world, right? Mm-hmm. So Kate McKinnon is weird Barbie. Because the kid that play played with her play too hard would like <laughs> cut her hair off and make crazy faces. She's always doing the splits, which I think was a hilarious little oh, when, they, when they she's got her it. leg up on the wall. <laughs> she is so good in this movie. I, that's another line that I like. She's everybody's like, yeah, we call her weird Barbie behind her back and to, and her, to and her, her face. face. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're, we're sorry for calling you that to your, <laughs> to your face. face and value back. Yeah, like the, I think the, the best line in the whole movie the was and it it's like a little throwaway line, but. I also feel like it's the kind of line that I, I know I feel like could only be written by a woman. Okay. When they're when they're in their the car chase and and the mom's driving and the daughter's like, "Where did you learn to drive like this?" And the in America Ferrer gets this kind of far away oh, horned up look yes. in her eye when she's like, "There was this guy." And I was just like, "Doesn't, doesn't she make that, a comment about it being did dad teach you to do this? Yeah. Oh, well, she, goes, she goes, is that guy, that guy's dad, right? And she goes, oh, oh yeah, honey, yeah. his dad. <laughs> there are so many good lines. And also, I obviously, this is a female-driven movie. There are a lot of amazing performances by women throughout the movie. But Ryan Gosling and his comedic chops, you got to give it to the guy. And, <laughs> and also, in the same way that I can't believe Mattel was willing to let them make this movie, I'm surprised someone like Ryan Gosling was willing to let himself be the butt of the joke. Yeah. The the way that he was. I feel like Ryan, to me, I feel like Ryan Gosling is that guy, like with his sense of humor. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And I think that's why he said yes. Yeah, but, right, I, yeah, yeah. but, but they, that's also, that can, that's a big risk to take with your career. Yeah. Do you, but do you think, I wonder, the only thing I can think of is one, obviously he's already rich and famous, but two, like, 
he's Ryan Gosling. There's only yeah. a few like a few people could do that, and it's like you, yeah, you you for that role to work, it needs to be an established known actor. Yeah. You can't yes. just get like it's it it. it, it I was it thinking Zac Efron was the only name that like maybe could pull that off. Who's that? Zac Efron. Yeah, like, I could has see that. that ability to be like that kind of yeah yeah. But like Simu Liu was great in the movie, but he couldn't have been that character. It wouldn't no, have worked no, the he's same. great, and I love that. But Channing Tatum, to, I think. Oh, could Channing Tatum could do yeah. it. Definitely, I mean, he's yeah. another. Yeah, he, I could see that. But but the the Ken stuff was great, and also the things I can't believe Mattel signed off on is the like the downtake of Ken and how worthless they are, and how they only exist for Barbie, and they have nothing going on. Like they knock on Ken over and over, which is so true because it's like, like really they do. Ken's just another. Yeah. He's just a thing he's another accessory to barbie in the same way the malibu dream house is like he he is there to show that barbie has a boyfriend and that's right that's it (laughs) like what is your profession beach beach yeah and then when he gets to the to the i mean there are so many great scenes when he gets to the real world and he's trying to get a job with the lifeguards like he's like oh no i can't swim and oh i can't i can't save anyone he's like well i can't give you a job like he's like you can't do it and he runs away he's like no i can't do it i can't even teach here he kicks the sand Uh, out of the way it's so funny all his performances but yeah i mean this is a really really fun and funny movie yeah but it's also like i said it's it's biting and it's there it's very satirical and it does you know so the basically the premise is our stereotypical barbie starts to break down kind of so she takes her shoes off for the first time and her feet go flat and i do love that everybody is just like actively throwing up but there's no yeah. liquids anywhere well, right she takes a <laughs> yeah. shower there's no water right she takes, she takes a, drink, a drink of milk it's, and there's and it's nothing the glass that has the like two liquids so it looks like the liquids right. moving which i think is great and, and 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 i like the the meta nature where they're like oh come over to my house later where we're having a, a dance party with full co- choreography <laughs> and then it just cuts and they're doing a choreographed dance like yeah. the movie is so self-aware of its silly nature and how people play with Barbies. Right. I mean, when she floats down from the dream house, because no one <laughs> makes them, Helen Mirren says, no one unlocks the door and has them go down yeah, the Yeah, just pull them out of the side. Like, she floats down. Pull them out, exactly out of the house. Play. So the Barbies move like kids play with them, which I think is really relatable and it's fun. It's fun to watch. Very much and so. And all their little sparkles and the, like, yeah. that are like animated that come into the... That last dancing with the, the Kens versus oh, the so Kens is pretty good. great. That's like something out of West Side Story. I yeah, thought the amazing. same thing. I was like, these motherfuckers. Yeah, that's like an American in Paris, <laughs> very sensational, like stylized st- choreography. Yeah, like one of those yeah, yeah, dream sequence. It's great. Yeah. And so, you know, her feet go flat and she's starting to she's become starting to real. An existential crisis. Yeah. Correct. Does anybody worry about death? <laughs> and everybody, like yeah. everybody stops. During the middle of the dance sequence. Yeah. Have you guys ever thought about death? And everyone oh, no, stop- dying because I'm dying to continue dancing. Yeah. Like, great. Yeah. I do think it's funny that one of the gals in this movie was this runner up to Lois Lane. Oh, okay. Uh, Which one's that? The one that looks like Lois Lane. Oh, okay. She's I lo- thought that was Lois Lane. I'm sorry. No, no. She looks like her. Yeah. I don't know what her name is, but she was like the the second name that was getting knocked around for Lo for Lois, and I think it went to the okay. gal from Marvelous Miss Maisel. So, Marvel. so this cast is stacked. So, just to say, so Issa Rae plays Barbie. Kate McKinnon plays Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> Alexandra Ship plays Barbie. Emma McKay Barbie. I think it's Emma McKay. Is it okay? I think yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I could definitely see yeah. that. Hari Neff. Sharon Rooney, Anne Cruz Kane, all Barbie. Ridu Ara, Dua do- Lipa as a Barbie. Yeah, it does make life real easy to not have to name your character. Right, so we can just talk about, <laughs> hey, Barbie did this. But for the Kens, Ryan Gosling, Simu Liu. Kingsley Benadir is in Secret Invasion as Gravik. I haven't oh, watched that one. Oh, he's the, like the, yes, he's the lead scroll. 
One Night in Miami, he played Malcolm X. That was kind of a bigger role that. that he got around awards time. No, he is. He actually he's good in Secret Invasion. Scott Evans, Chris Evans' brother, is, is one of the Kens. Oh, really? He's like one of the main ones, like on the dance line. That's he's funny. on the right side, I okay. think. But, okay. Yeah, that's him. Uh, John, John Cena. Cena. <laughs> and then who could forget Michael Sarah as Alan? I yeah. think so. That is, is that a is that a that's bar? a real doll? Yeah. Okay, and the, like they and made a non Ken. Like, like they were like, I think they were trying to level up Ken, and probably the thought process was maybe we can get boys to play with these. <laughs> but Alan was Ken's friend, and the selling okay. point. For, and they reference this in the movie is a, is a little throwaway yes, line. Yes, they do. But the the selling point for Alan was oh, that wow he could wear all of Ken's clothes. Yeah, like <laughs> all of the clothes for Ken fit Alan, so you don't need to get new clothes. <laughs> so it's like it ended up having this very gay vibe. Sure, of like, sure, sure. Ken has a best friend, and they share clothes. Correct. And, but that's not gay at all. No, but I think Michael Sarah is definitely supposed to be gay. I don't know. I don't know that I, he is. I, I think I, that I it's don't, just what you, whoever, I whatever get, you project onto Alan. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's yeah. true. Well, I, and you I don't know, think they really ever address it one way or the yeah, other. No, they don't. But I, they, they definitely address the fact that it's a little weird. Yes. You know? But, yes. but what this movie doesn't, it's not, the whole point is that Seeing people that look or act differently than you should not be a big deal, right? And so, like yeah. in this movie, there are gay Kens and there are trans Barbies in this movie. There, okay, so there but is that that the redhead was trans. Yeah. Right? Yes, yeah, but That's like, what I thought. but it's not. They don't go, oh, hi, trans Barbie, and they <laughs> right. don't. You know, like the whole point is that this is because represent- none of them got genitals. Yes, what eh? a great line oh, that is yeah. too. I, I have gen- I have all of the genitals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so funny. But I could see because I saw that I don't even want to mention he sh- who shall not be named sure, saw sure, the sure. movie and of course was going to hate it and did a huge takedown of it. And I'm watching the movie after that and I'm like, oh, well, of course, anybody yeah. with that mindset is going to have a problem with it. But they never hammer you over the head. Yeah. These people, they just exist. exist. Yeah. And that should not be a problem. Plain but, and simple. But the representation of Barbie in a wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. Barbie with a TV in her back. Yeah, some people do. But, uh, like, okay, there are a lot of little girls that play with Barbie or are going to see this movie. Some of them are in wheelchairs. Yeah. Like, you know what I that's going to mean to that? Mm-hmm. I saw a great tweet the other day from a woman in a wheelchair, and she was breaking down. She was comparing her wheelchair to Barbie's wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Interesting. To, like, be like, here's what mine does. Here's what Barbie's does. Okay. Here's what Barbie's gets wrong. Here's what, oh. you know, like, it, it was, and it was fascinating. Interesting. Yeah. But um, that stuff's important. No, I think I like I, to see it. We've we've said that a hundred, you know, with Spider Verse and mm-hmm. and the female led superhero movies, all of that stuff is in Spider Man. And I've said this before, but Spider Man is practically the inventor of representation. Absolutely, right? right? Yeah, like is. they they made Peter Parker a nerdy kid because yep. they knew lots of nerdy kids were reading the comic books and they could live vicariously through the idea of a nerdy kid secretly being a hero. And then you and, turn you and c- if you love Spider-Man and hate representation, you're <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing is like with Superman or Batman or you know the some of the guys who you can see their face, right? It's like that's a white guy. Like we know that's a white guy. Yeah. With Spider-Man you you can't right? right like when he's swinging through the city yeah any kid any race any gender any anything can be under that mask you have no idea and i think that's insanely important especially today where i think kids are just inundated with hate like whether and, and not you know because they 
just because of social media, really, right? right? Like it, they, it's just it's easier to bully someone without having to say something to their face. So the fact that they can feel present and feel like yeah. somebody sees them, and not just kids—I guess that's not fair. Anybody, yeah. Sure. I think that's insanely important. I and mean, this movie does tackle it almost perfectly. Little things like what you see in this movie, whether it, yeah, that representation, people popping up, or someone in a wheelchair, like. That can save lives just by having that on the screen. Can. You can make such an impact by having someone felt seen, that you're not alone, and it does not derail the movie. It does not have a, like a spotlight no. shined on it. Again, they just exist, and it's, it's this great This movie has a message, but it's a, it's a smart they, – they deliver it very, very smartly. Mm-hmm. And It doesn't feel like you're vegetables. It's, but it's, it's also yeah, – it, it's, but there's a lot of vegetables There's in a there. lot of vegetables. But it's like they put vegetables in your ice cream. Or they put them in the air fryer. And they roasted them up real nice. <laughs> Lots of oil. And, and you put some yeah. garlic on salt. That's good stuff. But it there is like a goofy veneer to it mm-hmm. that I think is insanely smart. Yeah. I think it's insanely smart. It's when you hire someone like Greta Gerwig to make a movie like this, a Barbie movie, she's not making just a kid's movie. She's making no, she's definitely, a movie. I, and you it know, reminds me of School of Rock. Yeah. Very much so. Sure. You know, That's a they good call. brought in an art house person. And I yeah. know School of Rock isn't based on a pre-existing IP but but link later is the last person you'd think of to make a kids movie right yeah and 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 he made this great kids movie that today would be shouted down is woke yep oh yeah because all the because there's all the different all the different races there's Mm -hmm. a gay kid there's like you know i mean that movie would be the the right would lose their and i've said this before too you know what other movie the right would lose their about today smokey and the bandit oh right you're making you're making the police look bad Right, like that's all you would hear. <laughs> They'd hate. They love that movie because they fell in love with it before they were told they should hate it. Right, and so it's grandfathered because it's in a gra- because a it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Yes, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so this one, so Barbie starts to, like I said, her feet drop flat, which is so funny with them all looking at her feet and <laughs> yeah. everything. They start, like I said, start throwing up. Yeah, and like, but then she goes to see Weird Barbie, which is Kate McKinnon, and she like lifts up. Weird Barbie lifts up like. Margot Robbie's skirt and and she I know but she's got cellulite on her leg and she was like oh well this is what's happening like and the the whole thing the joke that they call back that revolves around cellulite like it's such a huge deal (laughs) and then you know good luck on your journey so that you won't get (laughs) cellulite it's all on a banner banner, those kind of clever jokes are so great but we find out that basically what's happening is the person that is playing with stereotypical Barbie in the real world is projecting their feelings onto the Barbie and the, this, the barrier between both is starting to break. Right. So they go, Margot Robbie gets in her car and she starts to drive away. And, but who pops up in the back is of course, Ken played by Ryan Gosling. Oh, and I do want to say real quick before we move on what Kate McKinnon, kudos to the writing again. She goes, don't think too hard about it. Yeah. <laughs> she does that twice <laughs> yes. in that scene that's right, of that's how right. you, you travel. How is this going to work? Yeah. How is this going to happen? Yeah, and how do I get there and you take this or whatever? And I love it. And she goes, again, don't think too hard about I, it. Like, how do I get back? You just do everything in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's fantastic. And that comes back a couple of times. Like, again, the writing is so good. Yes, it is. It's very, very good. So Ken and Barbie go to the real world and they think, look at, you know, Barbie, of course, with this. I like when their car flips over. Because like, again, playing with toys. Yeah, that's oh, how you sure. would do it. When Ken is, yeah, yeah when, you would just and he's like, whoa, <laughs> and they go upside down. And yes. it's so funny. And of course, Barbie thinks that in the real world, women are going to be running the show. And you know, <laughs> let me go to this construction zone. That should be a perfect place for, for girl power. <laughs> right. And I do love the entire. She's like, I feel conscious 
about myself, yeah. like which is a constant thing, yeah. you know. He's like, and Ken's like, I feel great, and she's like, I feel this like weird fear going through, you know. Yeah. And I, and of course, the guy walks up and slaps her in the ass, and she turns around and punches him in the face as they she cat should. Call her, all the yeah, construction guys, of course, cat call her. They keep getting she's arrested. Like, why aren't there? Why? Where are all the women at the construction site? <laughs> right. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. And basically, we find out that. This has happened before. A Barbie has gotten into the real world, which I thought was coming back for something because they show her it's that babysitter one in the end credits. It's Skipper. Yeah. That but one. that's Barbie's sister. Oh, it's her sister? Yeah. Kid okay. Skipper is Barbie's kid's sister. But they sister. show her on Skipper's the... the one who gets the bigger boobs. Growing up Skipper. Yeah. Okay. And they show that. But they say that Skipper got out. Yeah. And she tried to kidnap a kid because at the end they show her she has like she's a babysitter. So her intention was to go to the real world and find kids to babysit. But they mistook that as her trying to kidnap kids. I thought that like I, I, I kept thinking that like Skipper got away. And Skipper was in the real world, and we were going to see. I think they. Ca- I, I presume they resolved that issue. I just thought it was, I was like, but oh. you thought she was going to be there. Yeah, but it's again, yeah. Skipper is Barbie's sister, so I was okay. like, it'd be a weird moment where Barbie doesn't reference her sister had gone huh. missing for however long. Yeah, she has like the only reason again had a sister who's three years younger. It's like my sister is like prime age of like peak bar. Where like I'm peak Ninja Turtles, right? She's peak mm. Barbie. And that kid had everything, but there was, I think she had like two other sisters, but okay. Skipper was one of the sisters. But they make a joke to it. And then I love at the end, you see the real, all the different types of Barbies yeah. and everything. Yeah. So the Barbie gets to Mattel. And After, meanwhile, Ken is having his own existential crisis <laughs> because he sees all these men in power. There's men doing business meetings, right. and he's seeing all this. And so he goes to the library to look up the patriarchy, patriarchy. and finds books on like business, business and, and men, men and, <laughs> and horses. 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 <laughs> I do also like that scene at the whatever like that complex is when the three guys are doing a business deal, and the girl walks over to give him something. He's like, "Not now, Samantha." And Ryan Gosling kind of like imitates how yeah. he moves. I thought, yeah, he's like, watching them all, so and, and he's realizing, like, "Oh, these men have power here." Which, again, to Tom's point earlier, they do such a good job of showing you the imbalance in both worlds. Yeah, the solution is a compromise. Like Barbie is a response to the real world, which has a lot of terrible things, but also the. The, like the prime, the goal should not be to get to Barbie where it's right. all women, right. but it obviously shouldn't be all men. They've got to meet somewhere in the middle. Yes. And so this movie does a good job of also being like, well, you can't just have Ken's be nothing or look, right. they're going, they're, you know, right. I mean, they're in, the Ken's are incels basically at the end of the <laughs> no, season. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what they are. Right. Yeah. So there's that takedown, but it's also like, well, the Barbies are giving them nothing to do. So they want to take I, over. I will also say one of the things I don't like about this movie is the way the Barbies kind of win the day is by doing the thing that I a, thought the same a thing. lot of men accuse women of doing, right? Which is using their feminine wiles to manipulate and pit them against that, each other. That lat that scene at the campfire, which again, where they're all playing. Oh, push. okay. Wanna push that's you. not bush. Oh, did you yeah. say push or bush? Push. push. Yeah, okay, thank you. Yeah. I was like, that's almost a bush. Yeah. No, they don't have generals. I love that <laughs> how they're how they're singing at them Although for four hours. It is. It's a bit of a cheat because push is written. That's all being said by a woman. Oh, is it really? The opening line of that has Push to be on purpose. Is, then she said, "That's true." Like that, that is the opening line that, of that song. So all everything that comes after in that song is being said by a woman. That's got to be on purpose. Now, but yeah. That, yeah. Now that being said, 
it is also not crazy that every one of those men would completely misunderstand that song. Totally true. Right? So, but, totally true. But that song is technically supposed to be from the point of view of a woman. That's funny. Although it was written by a man. By a yeah. dude. I'm so. thinking that's why it was chosen. Uh, yeah. Tweedledee and Tweedledum sitting next to me yeah. started singing the song. And I was like... <laughs> you have missed the point, That's exactly how I felt. I'm like, you morons. They're the ones that were probably going to sing it to their girlfriends yes. after the... But that is... I did think the same thing is when they're all singing the song and then the Barbies kind of like be like, hold on one second. And they go, you know, the, the, the rivalry between Simu, right? That's his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Ryan Gosling is that they don't, they're both competing for the attention of Margot Robbie and Margot Robbie plays into that and plays and plays them against each other, which causes the Ken yeah. war, which but means the they the can't t- vote. But I like, but the end of the day thing. though, like, well, before the end of the movie where they're purposely trying to gain power back because they've had it all taken away, Barbie land becomes Kendom. <laughs> and, but the whole movie, like Barbie isn't manipulating the Kens. No, she no. isn't trying to, she doesn't care. She's Barbie. It's all about yeah. Bar- every night is girls night. Right. Can I stay at your house tonight? Why? No, this is my house. That's it's a great line. Well, and it's, and it's the same way that so often men treat society, right? Mm-hmm. Like that. It's just like, well, it's, it's, it's just, this just, is just how the way, just world the way the world works. works. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a great takedown. But I like that where it's like it's not the Barbies being like, oh, all men are awful, whatever. It's like, but in this world that was created as the mirror world of yeah. the the real world, it's like it's to give the Barbies empowerment and it's girls' night every night and all this. And so you know, Ken gets down about that, and then as he sees more and more, he's like, oh my gosh, Ken's can do something. But he goes to the polar opposite. He and becomes you know he takes over, becomes the cool bro. He takes over Barbie's house. Yeah, yeah. And then I do like where the they they rename it basically something ridiculous like oh the dojo house the dojo the, the dojo, dojo mojo, mojo casa, casa house yeah. right go get me a brewski beer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everything they're so dumb but they go back really to the real world and they're like these things are selling like hotcakes right 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 right, right. <laughs> I also love the fact that the barbies are have no defenses because None. they've never dealt with right. men like this right and so right, they right. just completely acquiesced to like, their okay misplaced confidence. So it, what happens basically is that America Ferrara ends up having to rescue Barbie so from she Mattel. used to play Barbies with her daughter, the one that gives that really good takedown right. speech. She in the cafeteria when Barbie goes to her, but come to find out that those were like they pro- they might have even been America Ferrara's Barbies that she like passed down. But they used to play Barbies together, right? And then we see that the girl, the high schooler, grows up. She has a big box for goodwill, and America Ferrara plucks one stereotypical yeah. Barbie out and that is she's been she's been playing with her like to reminisce like about old times she's been drawing like the existential crisis Barbie yeah, the or cellulite Barbie, cellulite yeah. Barbie. Yeah. so everything that America everything that Margot Robbie thought was coming from the teenage daughter right. we find out was actually coming from America and Ferrara. it's like they never show the mom's face which I think you know you can put it together pretty quickly sure. but sure especially when she gets to the school and it's like well that's the it's she clearly is not the one playing with Barbie. Right. Like, oh, it's her mom. Right. I do like that other kid where she's like, "Oh no, don't talk to Sasha. Nobody talks to yeah. Sasha. Like you don't want to." I do like that, that girl. Who goes, "I love Barbies." And they all look at her. And she goes, oh, no, yeah. never, mind. never mind. So yeah, so America Ferrara ends up rescuing Barbie. They take they be Barbie takes America Ferrara back to Barbie Land, and this is what like you were saying, Kevin. All of the Barbies have now been brainwashed by the patriarchy. So America Ferrara gives this speech. And it snaps one of the one of the Barbies out of the the trance she was in. You could, I mean, did your audiences like stand up and cheer America Ferrara? Like that speech you have to it's know great. is so important. There for were a definitely woman. you could see 
Uh, no, because I'm at the draft house, right? And mostly, <laughs> well, except for well, bag number they, one and they bag. Were like, they were oh. like, oh, they were like, um, but every, like, but you there were people see, cheering in my audience. Like yeah. that speech, her performance was phenomenal. The writing, which I'm guessing comes from Greta Gerwig's yeah. part, was phenomenal. Right. That was such a good moment and important because even as a man, you can recognize they have to deal with constantly and oh, yeah. that it was felt so true and like Katie next to me is like uh-huh uh-huh as a woman as a mom because it's her whole thing about that speech is how you never do anything right you're a woman you're expected to be one way you're expected to be a mom but don't talk too much about your kids it's so hard to do the perfect thing and be everything to everybody and it was it was amazing yeah and she would give that like different versions of that speech and would snap these barbies out of the trance they were in she i I like when they would cut and she would just give like one snippet one little like little kernel of truth right right whoa oh there it is alan was going around with them helping them they all dressed in these like pink is their pink jumpsuits yeah they're like secret you know disguise or whatever <laughs> and yeah alan's jumping out of cars and pulling them in and stuff. i love and, that alan thought he was getting away yeah, into the I'll real world and he was like oh. that alan fight sequence was hilarious yeah, there's like I, construction man, workers putting a wall and he's like once we figure out how to make the bricks build sideways we'll really be I able got to- big old scott pilgrim vibes with that was, fight scene it was it, <laughs> it was, was just great fun. i mean he's beating up all the construct like alan for whatever reason is able to totally he's, kick ass he's got that guy with a shovel across his throat <laughs> yeah and like i think america I think it was America. He goes, oh, my God. Yeah. And, like, he chokes that guy out. Yeah, he's like, we got to go. So funny. But And then when they're like, we're going back, he's like, I'll never get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I love so, Michael Sarah. I do, so too. Great he, to he's so interesting because I do, like, I think Scott Pilgrim is fantastic. I love Scott oh, Pilgrim. Yeah. I can't wait for and that show. super bad. And, yeah, right. Yeah. I think, but he kind of disappeared for a while. I think he was overwhelmed with how famous he got. Yeah. Like, I read ah. an interview with him. He said after super bad and Juno back-to-back, it was like... Like, it was a lot. Yeah, he had so much coming at him. He just didn't know how to process it. That and seems he was just and, like an arrested development, like yeah. all that stuff. I mean, he was but, a YouTuber, you know. I did not know that. Yeah, Clark and Michael. Okay, yeah. it's funny. Somebody he was post- a voice on Roly Polioli. He's been working. <laughs> was since he really? Kid. He was Roly Polioli's little brother. He was also plays a young Sam Rockwell in Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Oh, Chuck interesting. Bear- yeah, that's Chuck Barris, directed by George Clooney, which yeah. is a great movie. You should. But yeah, he plays. So he's been working. Forever. That's funny. Clark Duke. Clark Duke. It's yeah. Clark and Michael. It was their YouTube series before he okay. wasn't super bad and all that. Like they did that and they carried on for a little bit and they both got so famous. But that's a really funny. They did skits. You know, they were like Lonely Island did skits oh, before they sure, were on sure, SNL. Sure. They were like YouTubers. Somebody tried made this, you know, this TikTok kind of went viral where it's Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill giving an interview and like the you know the little like lettering is like the jonah hill shows his true color as an interview mm-hmm. yeah and he's going through this whole thing and then they pan to the interviewer and i was like you're right like this isn't real like <laughs> yeah. this isn't a real interview this is all fake like if you don't know i mean yeah you wouldn't know who he was but right. i was like this is all this is not sometimes real. they do those things where like a director will interview their own actors for interviews and stuff it might have been some publicity yeah, for a movie that well yeah but it was jonah hill being a yeah and i was like this isn't real like it's not I don't know well did you see like the one where Michael Sarah's like being goofy behind him and he's like Michael get the fuck away from me like with all this stuff coming out about Jonah Hill and you see how he treated you know good guy lovable Michael Sarah yeah right right like, I don't know mm-hmm. this is the end tells a different story about Michael Sarah. well that's so great because he's playing against Tyke <laughs> I know I know and the poker one when he plays Tobey Maguire oh Molly's game he Michael is Sarah's yes you're, you're absolutely right he's a total you total yeah 
Yes. Great. He's, when he did show up the, la- the past decade, he was playing against type to do something different. Which right, is right, really right. Cool. Yeah, so they bring America Ferrara back. They bring all the Barbies back. And there's the, the Kens are going to vote on the Constitution <laughs> of Barbie to change the Constitution. We should say that Will Ferrell and his executives of Mattel, yes. right? Like, it is very meta where when they go to Mattel and they go into the boardroom meeting and then they say, like, oh, this happened with Skipper. And, it, you know, there's some funny things. The, the whole board of Mattel is all men. And they're all obviously very clueless and trying to tell what little girls will want to right, play with. Right. But they're chasing them and they're ha- they're half wits and they can't do anything. You know, they bring in Barbie. Barbie's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and she evades <laughs> them. That, that scene I thought was really funny with the cubicles. So that it's a scene jumping. like that that makes this movie just feel weird enough. Yeah, and for kids. Yes. It was silly. Yes. That was the kid thing. It was very entertaining and silly, but they're so horrible. But they're chasing them and they're trying to get to Barbie land. So eventually they'll get there just to... For the end of the, you know, right. they're not, nothing happens. They don't, no. obviously don't recapture. Well, they f- they're going to like, we're going to do this. And they're like, look at the sales. He's like, never mind. Yeah. Rhea Perlman also is plays the ghost of the creator of Barbie. Ruth and I, Handler. Ruth Handler. And I'm glad they don't gloss over the tax yeah, evasion like, thing. I thought it was really interesting <laughs> that like they even take on the fact that like the she creator got, of Barbie got in some trouble is problematic. <laughs> yeah. I, that's the thing. Like, that's another one of those things where I left the movie and my, my number one reaction was like, Mattel, let them do this. I thought she was going to be Skipper. Oh, that they had captured Skipper and that she was, you she know, had been aging because she yeah, grew she's up in the real and, world. Yeah. 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 So everything they've, they fixed it. The Ken's fight each other. And because they're fighting each other and doing this giant number, they don't get to vote, which I think is another great line where the one Ken goes, Hey, weren't we supposed to vote? And Ryan Gosling goes, Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because we the were. Whole dance number <laughs> yeah, right. I totally forgot. And then they, you know, but everything goes back to normal, but from before. But Bar, our Barbie, Margot Robbie, knows that that's not the right way to do things. So they kind of have this. Mo- she has this moment with Ken where she's like, "You just got to find Ken. You got to find the real you," and that allows the Kens to feel important enough, right? That they don't have to just be the thing that barbie looks at just once or I twice i think they said someday like someday well they joke and they're like can we have some seats on the supreme court and the president was like no they yeah. said you can be like, like a circuit you can have a circuit yeah you can judge a lower circuit court. <laughs> they were like all right but at the end they're like they're like maybe someday ken's will have as much power as women do in the real world right like right, saying right, right. like you know it's gonna take some time but maybe eventually we'll get there correct because the goal is to bring to the middle bring right. everybody to the middle to the middle yeah and then Rhea Perlman shows back up and this is where our Barbie that was Lynn Shea <laughs> no <laughs> but it is like I haven't seen Rhea Perlman and Lord knows I mean her yeah. husband works like a madman but she um, was uh, she just popped up in one of those book club knockoff movies where they oh, were cheerleaders that's right oh yeah 80 for Brady yeah. No. Oh no. Mm-hmm. I was. I didn't see eighty three. Right, yeah. Perhaps but one she was of those. In it, but, it, it was. But yeah. It was one where they're like on a nursing home and they decide with to Diane start, Keaton. Yeah. They, I think she was in it. And yeah, they okay. started cheerleading. With Sally team. Field there. I know she's in some of those. <laughs> you'd I remember. Don't think she was in that one. You'd, you'd, remember. you'd remember. I would remember. <laughs> so basically, our Barbie says, "I want to get out of here. I want to be real." And Rhea Perlman's like, you realize that like you're gonna get old. Like things aren't gonna be the same here. And she's like, maybe I'm just not supposed to be here anymore and this this scene like it, it got me right like it it you know it now that i'm a dad anything that has to do with like kids yeah. being kids and growing up growing like up, yeah. hits me in the 
fucking every time and i can't help myself but cry yeah so like i'm just sitting there and i've got these two jack holes next to me you know oh, what's this dude doing? Yeah, how dare you show emotion yeah she just matter. tried to kiss one of them <laughs> dude it's happening it's happening barbie's making me gay <laughs> we gotta go man reach um, into my popcorn bucket <laughs> sounds like you had a couple of bankies uh, they re- well because Banky figures it out. That's true, though. All right? That's fair. That's a good point. A couple of Bankies. Oh, the movie was called Palms. Oh. Diane Keaton, Jackie Weaver, Pam Greer. Okay. That is an interesting group. See, that didn't get the four quadrant. That did not. Yeah. Um, There's a couple I don't of, think it got a one quadrant. <laughs> there were a couple of really good scenes. The other one is that scene on the bench where Barbie first goes to the real world and sees the older women woman. aging. Mm-hmm. So that is costume designer Ann Roth. And Greta Gerwig says, I love that scene so much. The older it's woman. It's another the- one they wanted her to take out. Yeah. It's a cold aside. Why? Well, they were like, they were just like, oh, it tightens up the movie. It doesn't really move the plot forward. Oh. And she's just like, no, this is the whole point of the movie. They said, well, you could just cut it. And actually the story would move on just the same. And I said, if I cut the scene, I don't know what this movie is about. Like she, that's the thing when you get Greta you Gerwig do need to that, make. You, you do need that scene. It's important so for the, the character yeah, yeah, to yeah, realize yeah. like people age. It's part of her journey. And that's one of the reasons why this movie's so good. You hire Greta Gerwig, and I think she delivered on all accounts. She got the fun kid yeah. stuff, the action, the comedy, but she also got like the existential stuff. And and Bar- she understood the nuance of Barbie. Yeah. That, yeah, like it's you know, and I you know I think ultimately dealing with the complexities of this character is 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 an example of where we need to move as a culture. Mm-hmm. That like. Something can have issues that we look back on and say, well, we wouldn't make that choice today, mm-hmm. but you can still enjoy it. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's okay. Like, it's, you know, I mean, 16 Candles, it's got some very it's problematic prob- scenes. Yeah. But it also has some empowering scenes and, and some funny scenes. And so it's like, it just wasn't the way we thought at the time. And well, and at the time, they, they could have had a really big impact. Yeah. Even if they weren't perfect, those could yeah. go on to influence people. I mean, there have been films throughout history that is a different mindset. Look at the comedies of the early oh, 2000s. I, yeah. Well, like with, with 16 Candles, I remember one of the things people talking about, and I think it was Siskel and Ebert specifically, the scene in the car yep. with Farmer Ted and, Mo- and, Molly and, Ringwald. and Molly Ringwald, where and they were like, in any other movie of that time period, they would have had sex. Sure. And like and you think it's building up to that and then they don't. Like that was very different and forward thinking and subversive for its time. Yeah. It's kind of lost to time now that what that felt like in that moment to to have you think it was going one direction and then take a turn. Is there an abortion in Animal House? What am I thinking of where the guy has a crush on a girl. The Last American Virgin. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's where it ends with... The Last American Virgin's really weird. Isn't, it's such a good movie. It's like two totally different movies. Yeah. There's like this wacky 80s sex comedy for half of it. Yeah. And then the other half is this weird after-school special. Mm. Like Because he, he ends up... He take, loves this gal. He's totally into this girl. Yep. Another guy gets her pregnant, and he ends up friend zoned and taking her to get the abortion right and that's how the movie is i don't yeah. think i've seen that one it's yeah. really good and it's is that andrew mccarthy i think it might be. and robert downey jr right i don't remember robert downey jr in it but but it but it was like and what was weird is it wasn't like the first half was one thing and the last half was another <laughs> it was like every other scene yeah it like toggled yeah. back and forth that's it a good was, that's a really good movie it was 
it, it was it it had some really odd tonal shifts. Jennifer Jason Lee's in Animal House, right? She's the girl that they like. They bring back in the grocery cart. Am I remembering that right? I forget. It doesn't. You know what? Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this but movie is great. This movie yeah. is great, and I th- and the ending, of course, she decides to go into the real world. She makes she being Margot Robbie goes hangs out with America Ferrara and the dad who we see the dad very briefly as he's doing Duolingo yeah, or whatever uh, trying to speak Spanish yeah. and what we, about dad he'll be okay he'll be and fine to him and he's just he's trying doing to do his thing <laughs> I, the, the daughter goes yeah he'll be all right yeah dads can entertain themselves pretty well That's we got not, plenty to do not we a problem worry about it yeah I pulled up the last American version I do not recognize one actor in this movie oh Lawrence Monison nope Diane Franklin nope Steve Anton, Joe Rubbo, and Louisa Morris. Joe Rubbo is going to be Joe's porn name. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so what's the one with Andrew McCarthy and Robert Downey Jr.? That's the one where it's like art imitating life or vice versa, where yeah, Robert Downey Jr. was uh, all messed up in the movie. Yeah, oh, man. It's like bright lights, big uh, city? No. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of. That's a good movie. So she goes, and we, and we think she's going into Mattel. Right, we think she's going in to get a job, <laughs> and of course she was like, you know, all the family's like, you can do this. Yeah, she, the like Barbara, they drop Barbara Hatch, I think was her name or whatever, and she's like, I'm going to see a gynecologist, and that's how well, it is. Yeah. I'm Barbara. Yeah, I'm here to see my I'm, gynecologist. Right, title Credits. card. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it Less is, than zero. Thank you. Oh, oh, there you go. Yes, which is a yeah. fantastic. Bright Big City, I think, is the knockoff of Less Than Zero that starred Michael J. Fox. Okay. Oh. I'm going to check that out then. Less than zero is so good. This is, again, in in this world, in this summer of tent poles and sequels and, you know, all of this stuff, I, this is a breath of fresh, of fresh air, yeah. right? Like, we're going to keep getting, for the rest of the summer, we're going to keep getting the same we've been getting, and they may not perform at the theaters. And then you get something like this that is based on a property, like it's for real but it's it's just it's taken up a notch yeah and it's so smart and it's so funny yeah it's inventive it's clever i mean it's original enough it's not i like we said it's not completely original the concept that's of fair it, yeah but it's done in such a way where we don't see this all the time right right and it's just and i think it's it's a big budget movie done like an art house it's an art house movie that has like it's a, a big, big budget, budget movie with an art house sensibility yes yeah, yeah. yes and it, it works, and obviously it's it's paying off. Yeah. Well, I don't, like, what was the budget on this? One hundred and forty-five million dollars. Okay, so not nothing. No, that's a big budget. But, that's a big budget. But you know, when you spend that money, and it opens to one hundred and fifty something domestic opening weekend. So I mean, this dethroned Mission Impossible Seven, which had a huge opening itself, and it's right. still going to have a decent one. But I mean, look at these two weeks in a row, and these three huge movies. It's great for theaters, but then you think about well, what is their future looking like without What's them next making week? new movies? Yeah, I, I mean, not necessarily this summer, but when this wraps up, like the longer they go without the, making movies, that's it. Things, I think you're going to start seeing it's going to be like the pandemic again. It's going to be like, come watch The Godfather, come which is, watch it's just Back so, to the Future. It's so stupid because they could not be any more tone deaf. These studios, movies are back, and they're doing this. <laughs> right. yeah. Like, how it's because short sighted. It's because they're too greedy. They're well, greedy. Yeah. See, all of it, them. There's two things. One, they're greedy, but two. They don't know what the business model is anymore. That's I think true. they're scared to death to cut a deal because they don't understand what the business model is. Streaming, everybody's signing up for streaming. 
but how do you continue to make money that way? Like it's that's difficult. And then fewer people are going to the movies. Yep. Like it's not like it used to be. Nope. And you know these big huge movies that if the pandemic had never happened, Mission Impossible Seven would already probably have half a billion dollars. In oh sure, yeah. sure. And 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 people now like. They just don't go to the movies every week right. like they no. used to. They know they, you, we'll be on Paramount well, Plus. You've got them out of the got, habit, and they're just like, eh. I'll wait 30 days. Yeah. But that's why the deals have to be based on streaming. The main thing they're asking for is, and they're, these companies are reporting record profits. I know there's a lot of competition and whatever, but they're making record profits, and everyone is watching streaming. So oh, they yeah. have to have deals on streaming. It can't be deals on just theater residuals. That's right. the whole it's, problem. It's, it is a, it's like a band selling a record. Right, like that's the only way I could describe. Yeah, compare it as like yeah. Stream, a band. They need money from Spotify, not just from. Not even that, records. but it, like that's true. Yeah. But what I mean is like the band, an artist for a band. I'll just take a single artist, right? They get paid, or they would make more money the more albums they sold. But when you've got, let's take if Timothy Oliphant for example, somebody watches Justified, that's should be a residual when when there's like okay justified season one episodes one through six have been watched 30 billion times right. that's probably not true he doesn't but see any residuals from that he might he might see 40 bucks right like it's, it's i don't think he does is the problem well i think because streaming they, wasn't built into their contract for oh him. sure sure that's sure. why he does that's the whole fight this, this is, is like, the problem they always have with new technologies yeah. this is the problem they have with when dvds hit right and with when and then before that vhs that it's like they don't they don't bake because I mean they don't know how one you can't envision what the next thing right. is going to sure, be. Sure, but, but what I don't are focusing get, on streaming because they know it's not in the contracts. Right. Like they are shady. We talk about the stuff that corporations. Okay, but do. what I don't understand, yeah. and I'm not not to yeah. argue, but what I don't understand is like when they make a mo- that movie, like whatever that Disney sci-fi thing was that they pulled after five weeks. Yeah, yeah. How does that save them money if they're not paying them residuals? I think I have no idea. The, well, I, there's some people not not the actors, but I think the creatives get points or something yeah. there's some but they get to take the tax write off if they don't yeah. air it they write the whole thing off so it's more about them taking a lump sum 150 million dollar tax write off than paying them 10 bucks a week or whatever it's like they want the movie written off there's going to come a point i know that people are just like the ai and yada 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 and and likenesses and it's like i don't disagree that there's going to come a point where ai is going to start writing scripts I, I, that's yeah. going to happen yeah, at, at some point. There were positions out there for people to edit, like redraft AI content. Oh, really? They wanted to hire writers to fix AI. So they're not having to do the <laughs> whole thing, but you're like probably like an hourly guy to fix AI scripts. But you're not going to be able to use George Clooney's likeness. You can't do that. Like, unless so he licenses it. Unless he licenses, which I don't think would I don't ever think happen. Anybody that no is like, current actor right. would be like, no, go ahead. You can use my face. Okay, but. So, so their states might. That's well, that's the true. problem. And then all of a sudden, now you got a new John Wayne movie. <laughs> no, that would be the craziest yeah. thing. Well, I, if they if they can't get working actors currently, they are going to. Or go you to get the, some weird like, let's take George Clooney's face. You know, the, your new Batman is a weird combination of Clooney, Kilmer, yeah. Keaton, and West. And they're just yeah, put I together mean, Bruce in AI. Willis did it for that Russian cell phone commercial. Yeah. He did. They had him like in an action scene, like Bruce Willis would do a movie, but it was just a deep fake. He wasn't there. They filmed it. They put Bruce Willis's likeness on the guy, and he was like tied up, and a bomb was going to go off. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, but but now we know he probably took that because for a reason he couldn't right. work as much. But you know, it's happened. I mean, look at Christopher Reeves' estate signed off on Christopher Reeves. That's and, uh, true. 
and the flash yeah. and it's like you know they if the estates want to make if they throw them a ton of money and it's like well i mean it's just comes We've out of nowhere a, you know? it's 2025 and I mean, i'm watching had, a john wayne a new yeah. john wayne movie i mean what 30 years ago you had fred astaire dancing that's, with the dirt Dan, devil that's yeah. true or tom and jerry you had john wayne i think it was in a course commercial oh you may have you're right yeah. So uh, we'll see how it goes, but the go. longer this goes on, I mean, they're going to try to do everything they can to not pay these people, but it's like, it's horrible. But, how do you think you're making this money? Yeah, I, and that's ultimately what mystifies me is it's just like, okay, but then if if there's no money to be made for the creators, then they're just going to go get, you know, quote unquote, real jobs, and who's going to create for you? Right. They or they're going to go, these writers are going to go write a book, yeah. well, or they're going to go... A24 is still making movies. Yeah. You know why? Because they're paying people. Because they met all the because demands. They met the demands. They, so it's like so a little if, studio can do it. If a movie making, and I mentioned this on the radio the other day, I'm like, if a studio that's making a $5 million movie can afford to do it, why can't a studio that's making a $500 million <laughs> movie afford <laughs> to yep. do it? Great. And if that's I, the only answer. These, these, uh, my favorite part of these idiots is that they're doing interviews. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Because you're not going to, nobody's going to take your side. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like when Bob Iger's like, well, I, you know, whatever. They're just unreasonable. Oh, yeah, I'm having my super yacht built. Shut up, dude. So anyway, I guess uh, that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButtsButts21. Also on Letterboxd at the same. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. This is Tom. Follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, don't forget to like the page, join the group, and of course, check out our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. That's it for this one. Don't worry, next week we'll be Oppenheimer. <laughs> so, uh, until- Say we did Barbenheimer. We Barbenheimer. Did the two-week yeah, Barbenheimer yeah. special. Needed a break. So uh, until then, Eve regains her popularity. Get ready for a spoiler. Say it twice cause we already warned ya Better watch out, it's gonna ruin the plot Real spoilers Real spoilers Real spoilers Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.